Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge welcome to Fernanda Alberici from Fab Marketing. I have known Fernanda for, I don't know, I think it's about five or six years now. And she's always just an incredible support and cheerleader for women in business. An all-round lovely lass. Welcome, Fernanda. I'm just so excited for our conversation today. So um, I'd love for you to tell everybody who you are, just a little bit about yourself, um, just your personal life to start with, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. Thank you, Rachel. Um, It's a very lovely introduction. (laughs) Um, I'm very, very excited to be here talking to you today. Indeed, we know each other for a few years now, I think since we started our business. Yeah, it was around um, time. Yeah, and I just love seeing everything that you're doing. And yeah, I'm so very excited to be here. So Um, As you just introduced me, I'm Fernanda, I run Fab Marketing, I started my business about six years ago, (laughs) my memory helps me, Um, I help women in business, either in e-commerce or service-based business, run highly profitable Facebook ads um, to fill their launches, sell their products and services, create lead generation, and just make marketing a life that little bit easier. That helps. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a lot. It's exciting. Um, and how you help women is is must be just so exciting. Um, but I would love to know why. Why did you choose to take this path for your business? Uh, so when I started, I was coming from corporate. And I went on maternity leave and back from maternity leave, as you know, all of that story, how it goes. Um, And at the end of my maternity leave with my first daughter, I lost my job because they closed the office in Melbourne. So I'm based in Melbourne. Actually, I used to be based in Melbourne. Now I moved to to Turkey in the surf coast. Um, And I didn't have a job to go back to. So I started looking for jobs and it was all full time. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought I don't want to go back full time and yeah. keep my baby behind. Yeah. So I thought, let me just try and run my own gig. <laughs> um, and then I started fab marketing. And it, at the beginning, I used to offer a lot of marketing services. So I used mm-hmm. to do marketing strategy, marketing plans, a bit of social media content, email, um, and ads. So I think one of my first clients pretty much requested. Uh, for me to do Facebook ads Mm -hmm. and I thought all right let me learn how to do Facebook ads because I didn't know you know I knew a bit more of organic marketing and not so much paid ads but you know when you're starting out you pretty much say yes to everything yeah Um, you take on almost any client that comes your way because you you were starting out like you need it and you need to even figure out what you are going to do which direction you're going to take so from those experiences um I started doing a fair bit of marketing strategy and planning mm-hmm. and what I noticed is that people go my my marketing strategy and they put in a drawer and they didn't execute yeah. <laughs> they just you know okay I'm not going to do anything with it yeah. and because they didn't execute they wouldn't get results therefore they didn't quite come back 
yeah. you know, to work with me. Um, yeah. And it was frustrating. It's like, yeah. man, I put so much work. I've done all this research. I have all of the strategy for you. And you have nothing to show for. Mm. So what started to happen is whenever I was doing Facebook ads for clients, the results are coming in a lot faster. So it was it it became a bit of I felt quite rewarded for being able to produce results mm. um, and show them the results. And it also made my business a lot easier. So when I started to really say, look, I'm a Facebook ad specialist, I specialize in Facebook ads, you know what happens, right? When you niche down. Yeah. So when you are for everybody, nobody knows you, nobody understands what it is that you do. Mm. But when you actually specialize and say, well, I now run Facebook ads, then out of a sudden, people start recommending you and referring. So anytime anybody asks uh, in a Facebook group or in groups that I was known, um, you know, do you know a Facebook ads expert? People would say, yes, Fernanda, go to Fernanda, talk to Fernanda. And my business started to boom right there and then. And so it, it was great for the clients because they get results and it was great for me and for my business. And that's how I ended up in Facebook ads. <laughs> pretty much, you know, yeah. No, that, that's answered so many questions that I had here in my notes or all <laughs> encompassing. Um, but what I would love to know is how did you know when was the right time to eliminate some of your services? and just go all in on this niche? Um, it was, I, let me think. I um, started to notice that a lot of people coming for ads would stay. So they, they be, would become retainer clients and that made my business a lot easier to run. Yeah. So it was a lot less stressful. Yeah. I had to go through the process of um you know of pr the process of becoming a bit braver i think um and and changing my mindset because th that was the hard part it was like if i'm gonna tell people that i do facebook ads i'm, I'm going to lose clients mm -hmm. right i'm going to eliminate anybody who wants something else yes and that is such it is such a big mindset shift yes right and it's uh, it's a scary, like it was scary, oh, scary. right? <laughs> it was scary. But I started not to enjoy doing other things mm. um, because it was all over the place. It was yes. well, today I'm doing a funnel, tomorrow I'm doing I don't know social media. I, I have to be honest, I've done social media for some clients, and I was I don't enjoy doing that. Yeah, <clears throat> I just didn't quite. It was very time consuming. It did not produce any, you know, the level of results that ads produce mm -hmm. that I was used to, perhaps. Yeah. Um, it was just, yeah. So there was a number of things I was doing and I started to narrow down what I do. Um, so at some point I was doing ads and funnels as well. So I was creating funnels for clients. Mm -hmm. Now I actually do provide a digital marketing a coaching package where I teach people how to set up a funnel and yeah. I and I help like I really help them it's not just teach them here's your material you do it um it's a very very you know holding your hand checking feedback read 
and are not putting those funnels in place because once they have a funnel in place, all right, now you have a funnel, now you can run ads. Now I, yeah. you can either learn how to do it, I can do it for you, however that goes. So a lot of people would come to me that wanted me to do the ads or they wanted me to teach the ads. Um, and when I would look at things, you're not ready for ads. Mm. You don't have a funnel to run ads. Yeah. Therefore, you shouldn't be doing them because you're going to be throwing your money out the window. You're going to be upset with me because I'm yeah. getting your money here. So it's not going to benefit either of us. So I started to do this marketing coaching packages where I help people set up their funnels. Yeah. So then they can drive traffic to it. Yeah. But it just came to a point where, you know, it's not, it, it just is not streamlined, it's not smooth, it's not practical to be offering so many things. And I just mm -hmm. one day just thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to tell everybody that this is what I do. And that I change my bio, I change my introduction, I change my website. I've just, yeah, I just had to tell people, oh, I specialize in Facebook ads. Yeah. And it was honestly, it was like boom. Yeah. The day after, I had like referrals pouring. Amazing. From everywhere. And I yeah. thought, best decision ever. Yes. Oh, that's giving me the tingles. <laughs> so exciting. I just nerd out over this because you know that I've sort of Ooh. built my business in the same way. And yeah. that word streamlining. Um, like it's not, it doesn't just make it super clear to your audience about what you do, but it makes life easier for you as a service provider, because you oh, yeah. have got this reliable process that you know works um, Correct. and you can just keep going all in on that deeper and deeper and providing an even better service, which only you know, increases that reputation and the referrals and, you know, as an expert in that area, like a true expert, like you have honed this craft after over many years, you can charge accordingly, which, you know, it all adds to this whole compounding effect of growing a brand. And so I just love that you're this perfect example of that, <laughs> the courage that it just takes to just go all in on that. But the benefits are not like they're they're um oh, mutually mutually beneficial, I guess, for the, this client and the service provider. So yeah, to me it makes sense. <laughs> um, and yeah, hundred percent. You're hundred percent right, and and it does take courage because I remember debating with this idea in my mind. For quite a long time, yeah. too long, to be honest. Yeah. And it just, but it makes your life so much easier because you don't need so many processes anymore. Yeah. You don't need different onboarding packages. You don't need, you know, to you don't need to reinvent the wheel every time you onboard a new client. Mm -hmm. You just follow the process and then you keep improving um, you know, the process, the, the the service that you're providing, the experience for the customer, for the client. And it, it makes your life a lot easier and it makes for a very, very nice experience for your client. Yeah. And in, in turn, they then stay with you for longer. They keep working with you. They refer more people to you because they are super happy yeah. with what they've experienced. And, you know, sometimes we think, well, I need to serve everybody, but 
you you don't need to serve everybody and you shouldn't serve anybody everybody sorry not anybody um and I remember when I've done that um the first thing I thought was I should have done it sooner yeah (laughs) just like everything just like everything we do when we procrastinate and put things off but you know you know it's it's and it's not set in stone it doesn't mean that I have to to do Facebook ads forever yeah it just doesn't you know things evolve and digital marketing evolves a lot Mm. so who's to say that in a couple of years time I won't be doing god knows TikTok ads or or even something completely different you know yeah you can absolutely transfer those skills yeah you know the skills I've learned to do Facebook ads they I've got a lot of those skills came from my corporate career so I I learned new skills as well Mm. and I'm sure they're transferable to something else yeah and you don't have to be stuck in that position forever just because you decided to specialize at some point yeah absolutely I think it's so wise to just be adaptable to the market um, because if you stay stuck and you stay stubborn (laughs) um, the market will change with or without you and you'll get left behind so you either make a choice to to move with it um, which I've got heaps of examples that I could share about how I've had to adapt to the market, aka Canva being introduced. <laughs> oh yeah, um, oh changed my, my job dramatically. Um, but that's another podcast, probably. Actually, that's a good <laughs> idea for a podcast. <laughs> I think it is actually. Definitely talk right. about it. Um, but you touched on um this online business landscape. Um, and mm-hmm. that's my next question for you. So that's fabulous. Um, so how has it, you've like, you said you've been in business for six, five or six years um, and you sort of developed these skills for Facebook ads. And I know that you are like, you have a gift for Facebook ads, um, but you know, I, as an online marketer, I know that things have just been mm-hmm. haywire, like hello COVID and all the rest of it and iOS updates and yada 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 um tell me about that like tell me your experience through that how has it changed for business owners from like you know when you first started running ads to now it has changed a lot (laughs) and a lot more than I would have liked (laughs) um with Facebook ads I really had to keep on on upskilling and adapting and learning and I'm never never ever stop yeah Ever, I'm always part of some group or some mastermind or some membership or etc. Yeah. Um, they have changed a lot. So in the in the beginning when I started, uh, it was just so easy. Mm. You put in some money, you put the ads out there, and they would pretty much like if you've done a decent job, you know, they would yeah. produce results. Yeah. As long as you're talking to your ideal client, you know, you knew who the target audience is and and or not or not. Mm. Now, over the years, what happened is first, the market started to become more crowded. So more small businesses launching, more people jumping on online marketing, more people jumping on ads as well, because they were so profitable. Why wouldn't you do them, right? Um, But that means that ads start becoming a bit more expensive, the market more competitive, and the consumer has changed as well. Yeah. So I remember when we first started seeing, for example, webinars. Oh, this is so cool. Of course you want to jump on a free webinar. Who yeah. wouldn't want to jump on a free webinar? Yeah. You know, I remember how many free webinars I've registered for and attended. And I thought, oh, this is 
so cool. Yeah. And I want to download this freebie. Yeah. And then over time, people became a bit tired of it. Yeah. Um, looking at it as more of a clickbait or what you were going to sell me after I jump yeah. on this free thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so all all became a little bit harder to to produce the type of results that you used to get before. Yeah. And then in the last two years, we were hit with iOS 14, which is the Apple update um, that pretty much gives the consumer the power to stop tracking. Yeah. So everybody who has an Apple iOS 14 can just go and say, well, I don't want to be tracked by other yeah. platforms, which includes Facebook or now called Meta. I still prefer to say Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that really made the job of every small business and in particular Facebook ads managers a lot harder yeah like a lot and I think the first year in particular when they roll out um you know the the software even Facebook was scrambling so Facebook didn't probably know what to do they were preparing they were advising about it but you just don't know until it hits yeah and what we do know now is that a lot of people um, switch off their tracking yeah a lot of the apple users luckily not everybody's an apple user yeah um and facebook had to adapt so the strategies that we used to use let's say four years ago they're not the same strategies that we're going to use right now yeah because they're just not going to work in the same way yeah. and you you have to you have now to be more strategic and you need to know where your target market hangs uh, around you know yeah. whether they well Facebook are they going what they're more likely to do mm. we have to be a bit more compelling and you need to really produce great creative mm. uh, while before maybe any piece of creative would do the job mm. uh, forget about it you really need to have a very good piece of creative so when I talk about creative I'm referring to the images or videos and the copy and the copy being the most important uh, part of your ad. I think people really underestimate copy. Yeah. And it just, I can't highlight enough how important copy is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just mentioned yesterday, in fact, with, to a client of mine, how um, I was running some ads for a client last year for a free webinar. And usually we used to get leads for $2 or less, which is amazing for Facebook ads these days, right? Yeah. And out of a sudden, the leads are $8. And I thought, this is not not what we are used to. Hang on. What can we do here? And so the first thing I've changed was, let me change. I changed one sentence of the copy, the first sentence that you see. So not anything in the body. But the yeah. first couple of sentences, which are the first sentences that you see on an ad, yeah, I changed those sentences. And you can bet what happened. The cost really dropped. And it dropped to what it used to be, $2. Wow. <laughs> like in a matter of a week. And I thought, all right, there you go. Yeah. So you really need to know who you're talking to, what are the problems they are facing, mm. and you need to connect to that. Mm. Because just a you know, a half their copy, they say, hey, buy my thing or here I am or whatever. It just won't do. Yeah. It won't do. 
Amazing. So that, <laughs> that type, like, that's a little scary. Like, let's just sort of put on the hat of a newish business owner. Mm. Um, because well, that's like, well, oh my gosh, how do I know? <laughs> how do I know what to change? And, you know, all that sort of thing. But um, not only that, but it just, I don't know, everything just feels a little scary in the beginning. Um, so what would you say is the biggest problem that you see digital digital business owners facing today, like to get their to get their products sold or to attract new clients? Like what's the biggest challenge? Um, to me, the biggest challenge is that people look at things a little bit in too, thinking too much about the short term. Yeah. Instead of thinking about long term. So if you have a digital product of any type or if you want to attract clients um, and you just think about Facebook ads as, you know, that magical one that's going to solve the problem. I'm going to use Facebook ads, forget everything else. You know, yeah. I don't need the other marketing. I don't need to know a lot of things because now I'm paying for ads. Everything mm. will be fine. Mm. Um, that's absolutely incorrect. That's not going to happen. And I know, and I... I'm in a group of Facebook ads managers. So I actually have a lot of ad managers who are my friends. Mm. And we all talk about the same things, the same challenges that I see with my clients, they see with their clients as well. Mm. This, this idea of the magic pill that Facebook ads going to solve, it is not going to solve all the problems mm. in a business. Um, and it's time people start looking at it as it's one part of your marketing. It's one mm. tool in your marketing mix. Yeah. Um, and you really do need to know who you're talking to. And if you don't know for sure, that's okay. But at least try to imagine that one person. Yeah. And so instead of speaking to, let's say, um, you know, a 30 years old mom, but also a 45 years old man and, and so yeah. on, all in one thing, you really need to think about, no, I'm going to try to appeal to this one person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then look at it from a longer term, um, a longer term strategy in your business. So, for example, you can use Facebook ads to to um, grow your email list, to generate leads, to put your content in front of more people. So a lot of people complaining for for a while now. You know, the, the social media is not the same. You post and it's yeah. and people don't comment. There is no engagement. There is no reach. Yeah. And a lot of people complain about reels because <laughs> they are very time consuming. Yes. You know, a lot of people don't feel very comfortable with reels. And I'm going to put my hand up here. <laughs> don't feel very comfortable with reels at yeah. all. I don't, it might be our generation. I don't know. <laughs> I, think so. I think so. I think maybe the, you know, the 20 years old would be really, really happy doing it. Yeah. And I, I know we, we kind of have to adapt and do it as yeah. well. But, you know, the thing is, that is one Thing in your marketing mix it is not going to save the business it's don't look at it as the one ma magic pill so you yeah. just need to look at it as one part of it one yeah. part of the strategy yeah yeah 100 percent um and also just that your the long-term vision like just keeping your eyes on that not sort of thinking that there's going to be some magical yeah magical fix that you know one day you're going to be swimming in cash like it just doesn't it doesn't work like that um and no because some people some people are ready would be ready to buy from you sooner 
than other yeah. people, right? Yeah. So when you think about the, the market, the wider market, you think about people Googling, people searching for something on Google. Those are the people who are most likely to, to be ready now to buy. Mm. And not always. You know, yeah. I Google sometimes for things. Yeah. Thinking about I'm going to do this in a few months' time. Yeah. Okay. But I just want to have an idea now. How much does that cost? What, yeah. what are my options, right? Yeah. But that's the, the level of the market that are ready now. They're going to be searching. Yeah. There is a very small percentage of the market. Yeah. Okay? That's about, we're talking about 3%. That leaves 97% of people that you're not targeting if you're not using something else. Right? Yeah. So think about how can you get in front of those people before they're ready? Because when they're ready, they're going to be searching and the way they search is different. It's like, mm -hmm. all right, let me compare this. This cost five, this one costs 10, uh, this offer, this warranty, and da, 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 da. So yeah. that's going to be a bit more of a, even a rational decision. They're going to look at different things. But if you're in front of them earlier in that process, when they are further, you know, I would say further down, but I say further up the funnel. Yes. Um, then you can become that preferred person. Then yeah. they know you, they like you, they trust you, and they will be ready to buy from you in, in their time. And you're going to have to help with that process. But, you know, that's why I like about Facebook ads, because it targets the whole market. It will be targeting the people who are ready now and it will be targeting the people who are not quite there yet. Yeah. And if I reflect on my own purchases, especially in digital marketing, when I look, I, I am a I'm a course. Um <laughs> I'm a I buy a lot of courses. You're right? a course junkie. I'm a course junkie. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm a course junkie. I'm always buying courses and yeah. you know, and things like that. And it's really interesting because most of the times I already have in my mind that I'm going to buy that course mm. before they go into a launch. Yeah. So way before I already have yeah. in my mind that, okay, uh, I think, you know, so-and-so is going to launch again. Yeah. And now I'm going to really pay attention because I want to jump in. I don't want to miss out. Yeah. But I already made that decision. I made that decision because I have been targeted with that marketing earlier on mm -hmm. I've been following I've been listening I've been watching and a lot of the times I haven't commented yeah haven't, they don't know I exist I haven't yeah. commented on their social media or maybe I have a long time ago mm -hmm. um you know I haven't replied to the emails yeah etc yeah so they don't have any idea that I am now ready yeah. to buy. but yeah. hey man, I am now ready to buy and I have been seeing you around for much longer than you think. Yeah. 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 I totally get what you're saying. strategy. I totally get what you're saying. Because when I, um, like when I do launch my live program, mm -hmm. I'm always surprised to see people joining. <laughs> it's always a, you know, it's a delight. And, a, and it's always like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like every time <laughs> it's just like, oh. But. Quite often I'll never, are they, these people, they won't ever be on my radar. Like they will not have opened my most recent emails. Like they don't come, you're right. They don't comment on socials, but you know, they do their introduction in the course. Yeah. And they say, I've been following Rachel for a while and mm. now is the right time for me. And it's like, 
well there you go it works after all like all of this yeah all of this yeah the no like and trust factor um is incredibly powerful and to bolster that with facebook ads um is very exciting there's one more topic that i'd like to touch on Mm -hmm. um and it sort of goes along with my, my ideal audience um, it's so for the average mum running a business at home around her family, like you and I have both done in the early stages, she's looking after her babies, she's running the home, um, potentially the husband is uh, the the main income earner. So she's, you know, she's mindful of finances um, and juggling all of the, wearing all the hats, I suppose, in her business, potentially not outsourcing anything yet. Facebook had seemed like a really daunting investment. She's asking Mm. questions like, what if they don't work? What if I've taken money away from my family for nothing? It's too complicated. I can't figure this out on my own and I can't afford to outsource. I only have a small budget. All these like, you know, niggly self-doubt questions um, that, you know, I don't think are unwise. Um, What would you say to her? I would say the following. It do really depend on the type of business that she's running to yeah. start with. Okay. So if she's providing a done for you service or even a coaching service, okay, but you she's after um one-on-one clients, yeah. I would say perhaps at this stage of her business, this is too early for Facebook ads. Mm. Okay, so perhaps it's the a better a better investment to look to put together a funnel to have a lead magnet um to even try to connect to people a bit more one-on-one and get like a referral system going for her because usually and i've been to that stage and you yeah. know that you don't need and you don't want a lot of clients yeah you probably want a handful that you can manage yeah right and that crazy juggle um and I don't think Facebook ads is the answer to that level, to that stage of business. Mm-hmm. Now, if instead you either have an e-commerce store or you are planning to, to sell courses, memberships, masterminds, etc., mm-hmm. which is more of a one-to-many um, mm-hmm. model, then I would say, yes, you, you do need to invest to, at some stage, whether it's now or into the future, you probably will need as a source of traffic because mm-hmm. you won't be able to sell this for long to small groups of people. Like you're going to have to run around a lot yeah. if you are going to count on networking, referrals and organic social media as well, unless you can produce some type of content that goes viral all the time. Yeah. Like all the time, not one piece of content. Yeah. So you're going to have to. So for those people, what I would recommend is don't jump on ads um, and put in, you know, a scary amount of money and and use ads as just that source of leads for the launch. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to launch something now, you you don't do your ads now. You start them way earlier. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to look at doing is you're going to look at uh, perhaps learning Facebook ads rather than paying someone, especially if you are at that stage of your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not that complicated, especially when taught by someone who can understand small business owners. They're not mm-hmm. teaching to an to a marketer. They're teaching to a small business owners. Yeah. Um, 
And then what you're going to do is put a like, small budget. You start with a small budget that you feel comfortable with. You know that, all right, this is, a, you know, a money that I would otherwise spend in some other form of marketing in my business. And you're going to look at that from a long-term strategy. Mm. So I would recommend people using Facebook ads to grow that email list in particular. Yeah. Because it's very, very hard that you're not going to get a return on that. Like you will get a return on that. It may not happen today or in even two or three months time, Mm. but it will happen. It's exactly what you and I have just spoken about. You're going to need to build and know, like, and trust, and then make your offers and so on. And if you're building your email list slowly, so maybe, you know, a hundred people per month. Yeah. But by the end of the year, that's a thousand, two hundred people in your list that you didn't have before. And they, and they get very targeted because you really thought about how you're doing it. You use the right lead magnet mm. and you targeted the right people, mm. right? With your, with your content. <clears throat> so that's that's one of the main strategies that I would look into. And before you know, as I said, you know, 1,200 by the end of the year. Well, how does that look like after two years? You can start increasing your budget. Things you change, you're going to grow, you're going to make more money. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely start scaling from there. So yeah. I would use that investment in that way. Because I, I can tell you that with my email list, for the first the first time when I when I was in business for, I don't know, even the first year, I thought, gee, this thing doesn't work. <laughs> you know, maybe my email list is too small. But yeah. people just wouldn't buy from me from my yeah. email list. But as I started to grow and nurture, yeah. I started getting a, a reply yeah. from them. Yeah. And I still remember the first person who replied to me saying, and, and that was the answer. Like I stayed with the answer in my mind. The person said, hi, Fernanda, I am finally ready to work with you. Can I make an appointment? <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like the words, I'm finally ready. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, this works. Yeah. It actually works, right? Yeah. I was yeah, it was incredible, and I thought, okay, let's really um, focus on on this side of the business. Yeah, it does take time, doesn't it? Yes, it does take time. Yeah, I think that's something that's um, it's an entrep impatience is the entrepreneurial curse. Like we yes. sort, of, we just we have an idea, we build the thing, whatever it <laughs> is, and then we just expect it to to take off but it takes time and patience but the thing I always say to my um, clients and my students and is that how much sweeter the reward is when you have had this period of waiting and putting in all that effort and hard work and how much more we appreciate it and how I guess more enriched our lives are because of that because we are able to to really be grateful and that extra level I think um so thank you so much for sharing that was very sage advice oh Um, my pleasure and I love that about you I just love that you are so honest and you will you know you don't sell for the sake of selling for your own personal benefit like you genuinely want to do what's best for your clients and your potential clients I know for a fact that you've turned people away because you didn't believe that they were ready um yet and I just like I'm just I'm so thankful for people like you in this world. That's all I want to say. There is really no point. And you you learn in business one way or another, sooner or later, that 
if the person isn't ready for what you offer mm. it will just be a huge headache for you yeah. and for them exactly it's just not it's not worth it, <laughs> it really nobody wins no no one wins they don't win and you don't win like you know quick like a quick buck will not build a long-term sustainable business no, you know systems consistency reputation that builds a brand and it builds a business for the long term so and I, I know and you know probably how it feels like in that you know earlier stages where you want the results today yeah it's the cash tomorrow you know you just can't yeah. eat but it's really that old advice of consistency yes you know consistency is really the key it's so, not sexy but it works but it works yeah. yeah and it's the same with ads i have seen people doing ads for a month and mm. doing oh this doesn't work yeah Switch off. yeah you know and i'm like what this is a month yeah <laughs> you know, there's nothing no one would post on instagram for a yeah. month and yeah. say oh it doesn't work yeah right? yeah you would be posting for a long time before you come to the conclusion that that doesn't work or that works yeah it is not it's not different just because you're putting money into it yeah it, it does not make it any different yeah it is not a short-term um you know fix it's yeah not a fix. that's what it, it is not yeah uh, it, it can be a brilliant long-term marketing strategy you really can i've had i can tell you i have helped had the privilege and honor to help build businesses take business from a very early stage to booming to the, those multi-six-figure business wow. that people talk about, Yeah, you know, um, because I got clients who were consistent and they were stubborn, you know, yeah. very stubborn as in, no, yeah. I'm going to do this again. I'm going yeah. to try it again. What do you suggest you change? Yeah. Um, you know, what would we test? And we've been through periods where, yeah, ads performed amazing. Yeah. And it's all fantastic. And suddenly they dropped and they didn't work anymore. And we had to change what we were doing. Mm. And you need to get creative and do something different. Yeah. But eventually with that consistency and determination, they do work. I love that. Stubbornness. Stubborn. Be stubborn. Stubbornness. <laughs> Dig those heels in. Make it work. I love the phrase, um, how can I make this work? Like whenever something feels like, you know, when something's tanked and you, it's worked before and it's so confusing, it's like you just have to recover so quickly and just yes. ask that question, how can I make this work? Like, how am I going to turn this around? Um, and that's, I don't know, just an extra thing that I thought I'd add in that helps me. Um, so I have some rapid fire questions to finish up. Cool. So I'm going to just ask you what your favourite is. I'll say a word and then it'll just be whatever pops into your mind as quickly as you can. Okay. What's your favorite app? App? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Mm, sorry. <laughs> I have a little addiction too. And I, yeah, I get it. Um, favorite time of day? Favorite time of the day? About 8.30 at night. Oh, I want to know why. Because the kids are in bed and I'm finally on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious I thought it was going to be some like oh that's my time where I light my candle and I do my journaling and you know, <laughs> I love it I love how real that is it's so true I'm in the same boat um favorite exercise 
Um, no, 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 no. Let me think. Bike riding. Ooh, nice. Um, your favorite habit or ritual? Habit or ritual? Oh, I'm so chaotic at the moment, as you know. <laughs> I, let me think. Uh, hmm. I don't have a lot of habits or rituals, to be very honest with you. Oh. Maybe going for a walk in the morning. That's a habit. That's, that's lovely. Um, okay, favorite way to relax? By the pool with a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just, I, we keep saying it. Um, Fernanda and I have never actually met in person because she lives um, in Victoria and I'm in South Australia. But I swear, if we, if we <laughs> it'd might. probably be dangerous if we lived close by to each other. We wouldn't get any work done. Um, no, okay, finally, what's the, what's your favorite thing about your business? My favorite thing about my business is that it gives me a lot of flexibility. I know that might sound cliche, but I just spend January, you know, moving houses, going to the beach, mm -hmm. sitting by the pool with a glass of wine, yeah. being with the kids. And I was working at the same time. I didn't, you know, abandon my clients or anything. Yeah. So that that flexibility of, you know, in October, I'm going to Brazil for a month. Last mm -hmm. year, we went to Holland and Paris for a month. And yeah, you know, I pick up my kids at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And so, some days I go back to work if I am super busy, but some yeah. days I don't. I sit down outside and we go to a playground or just, yeah. Um, you asked me about best time of the day. I also love the sunset time yeah. of the day. You know, just sitting outside in yeah. the backyard and just relaxing with them. So that is what I love most about my business. I yeah. love the level of flexibility, freedom. Um, yeah, that it gives me. Like yeah. it makes my life so much more enjoyable. Yeah. And easy. Yeah. yeah. It's such a beautiful thing when you do reach that level in business where you have that like it is it's a really hard slog in the beginning it feels it feels like some I don't know about you but sometimes I was like why am I doing this why am I doing this to myself but it yeah. it comes yeah you know after a while and maturity and that sort of thing it's 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 such a amazing gift like I totally relate to everything that you're no, saying it is. It is. So, um some years ago I remember my husband at some point not just one point saying to me look you know uh maybe you need to start thinking about whether the business is worth it or if you should get a job and I myself thought many times yeah it was worth it it was stressful and you know I was working a lot so I wasn't making much money and yeah. I thought what is this idea of freedom and flexibility yeah. stressed all the time yeah but you know if you do if you if you do look at into your strategies and how you can make it work for you and what it is that you want right out of life and your business mm -hmm. it finally does get to that stage yeah. and to be honest nowadays I think it's the opposite I think my husband would flip if I said I'm going to go for a full-time job yeah because you know it just allows me to do all of these other things yeah that makes everyone's life easier yeah at home you know and yeah. I, I enjoy it if I didn't enjoy it I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing it yeah or, yes yeah, it does get there it yeah. gets there exactly exactly I love it 
All right, lovely. Where can we find you? Where is the best place to reach out or learn more about working with you? Um, the best place is really my website, which is febmarketing.com.au. Um, there are a number of freebies there. And I have to say, my freebies are really, really good. <laughs> Don't create like, you know, silly freebies. They give a lot of information. I also have a free Facebook ads training that you can access on my website. So for anybody wanting to see whether that's for them or not, you can find it in there. Um, if you also want to connect with me on Instagram is fab underscore marketing. Um, yeah, and you can find me there mostly on stories. <laughs> but yes. yeah, you can definitely connect with me on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this time with me and sharing your expertise and your wisdom. I've loved it. No, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so, so excited. I love your podcast. I told oh. you a few weeks ago when we talked. <laughs> I love because it's real and you have, you know, very honest conversations, um, you know, with amazing women in business. And I think this is our time. This is the time for yes. women, women to yes. shine and women to have businesses and run life in their own terms. And I really love it. I love that. So do I. I'm so I'm just cheering inside because it's so true. There are so many women doing incredible things that just don't get a spotlight, like that we don't acknowledge, like to just to create this life that our mums never had the ability to do. So we didn't have the technology in those days. Like so many nope. things come into play that you're right. Like this is our time. This is our time to show, like to set an example for others to set an example for our daughters, to show them that life can be, you know, you can fulfill your purpose in life in so many different ways. And it's very exciting. So thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.